Welcome back to the Dear Southern Lady podcast. On today's episode, I talk with my business mentor, Larkin Jones. She lives here in Alabama most of the time, and I was able to catch her in her office, um, which was uh, always a pleasure to talk with her. We are cut from the same cloth, as we say. Um, it's, It's wonderful when you can talk with somebody about something that intimidates me, such as business um, and, and all the ins and outs that go into that. I'm, I'm very intimidated by the logistics of it. And so when I found someone that is a little mischievous like I am, and um, I guess you would say not boring, as no offense to CPAs, but um, so I was I was so pleased to have found her and that was such a huge part and a huge push into my journey in Dear Southern Lady and I want to share her with you and I want to share the the encouraging push to to take the next step. So if if you needed a business mentor whether it be somebody that does work for Um, the small business department, or if it's just a friend that can walk you through just simply spreadsheets that that did overwhelm me as well. Um, I hope this conversation encourages you and or or entertains you. So enjoy. (laughs) Welcome to whatever episode this will be. I am with the wonderful Larkin Jones. Say hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> I wanted to have Larkin help kind of uh, talk about business because she was, you have been so um, instrumental in kind of <laughs> <laughs> helping me not be so overwhelmed. Um, I kind of want to shout from the rooftops your role that is available to pretty much everybody because I thought for a minute it was only for people in the state of Alabama but I want everybody to know what people like you can do for small business owners um so tell me your job exact job title and tell people what you do please So I work for Alabama Small Business Development, and like you said, we are in all the states. Um, We're all across the country. There is actually even an America's SBDC. Um, There are 40 consultants in the state of Alabama, so I'm not the only one. I just happen to be. I just happen to be lucky enough to have you. Well, Well, I did request you. And you're you're in Auburn, so that helps. Um, So I'm in Auburn, and so the easiest way I explain it is, we are um, a part of the SBA. We're underneath. We're kind of in their under their umbrella. We are not the SBA. They administrate businesses and we develop businesses. Small business development. They are small business administration. Got so it. the money funnels down to the states to the universities, and then that's kind of how we're paid. Whatever. But I, we offer cradle to grave services. So anywhere from you know concept, strategic planning, uh-huh. to design to um capital access we do international trade 
marketing, you name it, from cradle to grave, we can help your business. I may not have the area of expertise, like the things we've talked about earlier today, even about um, importing, exporting, but I have um, people that are a part of our organization that can help with yeah, that. Yeah, guide you. Yeah. So what about like grant money even? Can y'all help with that kind of stuff? Okay, so there's, okay. There is this huge misconception that there's all this free money out there to start yes. a business. There's not. There's no money to start a business. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that there's none whatsoever, but as far as through the federal government, we're, there's just not – there's not state or government money. But right now, we have created – I think the city of Auburn has also done this. We've created a list of well-known grants for businesses. Like FedEx offers one. Um, I think UPS offers one. Kendra Scott does one. Really? Uh, there's all these. Um, there's all these different companies that do them. So we gather that information, but they're typically for they're very specific qualifications. They're even you know minority um, grants or there's just women grant, women owned business grants. Yeah, yeah. Um, but starting your business, there's very very few resources that are available. That is that. a misconception. It's totally. I mean, it's like I can't tell you how many calls <laughs> or emails I get a week. Where do like, I get that grant money? <laughs> yeah, how do I get that free money? And I'm like, um, well, I don't know, but tell me when you find it. <laughs> but I, I have been. We do have a list that we send out to people, and I even have several clients who've called me back and they've actually gotten that grant money for their business. Like that's amazing. Yeah. So anyway. And COVID, you know, a lot of businesses offered COVID, you know, grants and stuff okay. like that. People who were legitimately affected by COVID. Okay. Well, speaking from my, my own experience, so for about, I think, 10 or 11 years, I was buying and selling jewelry as a hobby. And I was very overwhelmed, as you know. <laughs> I use that word a lot with you. I'm overwhelmed. Um, and... We were laughing earlier today because most of my email subjects are like, please forgive my ignorance, dot, dot, dot. But it's been, um, it's been very good for me to uh, finally pursue this for real. And I was intimidated. And like you've mentioned, uh, I made a bigger deal about a lot of these things than was necessary. Mm -hmm. I guess that that's why I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if, if you were to give somebody else like me advice, if there's another kind of overwhelmed hobby Whitney out mm -hmm. there, um, that, that would like to take the next step. What, what's your kind of main advice? The first thing I say is come in, let's meet, let's get on the phone. Let me hear really what your story is. Let me see if this is really a business or a hobby. Let me yeah. ask you a few questions specifically financially. You know, I think I've told you this before. For me, it all comes down to numbers. Immediately with you, we talked numbers. I knew what we were doing was, um, had great potential to be very profitable. Um, I say this to everyone. We live in the greatest country in the world. We live in the great state of Alabama. So it's very important that um, we get you, your foundation set properly. Um, everybody is different in what they understand. And confusions, I think we've also talked about this, is there's a confusion between sales tax ID and EIN number. Mm -hmm. There's confusion over LLC or sole proprietor. There's all these different things. And those are... I become numb to those terms because I speak them all day long, just like yeah. you become numb to terms yeah. about jewelry. Mm -hmm. So what we like to do is give you the knowledge that we have 
Um, and, and really, we honestly, we've put it now. We have it in a document. It's a step-by-step checklist. Right. And I tell everyone, please don't be overwhelmed by this checklist because we're going to go through it together with you. Right. If you get stumped on step three, that's what we're here for. We're here to make sure you get to step four. Um, to not, you know, I think with you, when you came to me, I always say, you know, you were a hot mess at that moment. <laughs> we were also in the middle of quarantine. Hot mess express. <laughs> that, and I was day drinking. We were probably all day oh, drinking yeah, yeah. at that time. You're like, I'm going to call you back. <laughs> so, um, it, it, so when you came to me, it was, I think you had, um, you had all this terminology in your head. I think yeah. You, you heard from peers and different people, but really you had it all within you. We just had to back up and yes. get your fa- foundation. And yes. the analogy I always use is you got to pour the concrete on a house before you put the roof on it. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing for people is let me help you with your step-by-step plan. Yeah. And, and some people may have already done step one, two, and three, which is awesome, but yeah. there's still step four, five, and six mm-hmm. to finish. So that's, that's really what I say. You know, I can send out the link to register with our services and then we, we meet with you and we kind of just assess where you are. Gosh, it's so disarming, you know, when, when you have... I hope so, yeah. Someone else. And that kind of goes for life in general. So Andrew and I started meeting with a mentor, our mentors yeah. each week. And I realized we can't do this on no, our own. No. This is true fellowship. This is true discipleship. And so um, I realized... Okay, so I can't do it wasn't working for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, that wasn't working for me in terms of what I thought um was was the right path that you know, the Whitney path was right. not always right. the, the one that's most successful. Mm-hmm. Like I need other people that Absolutely. know more than me. Yeah. And I realized everybody does. Yeah. Business, relationship. Everything. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think, too, it's so, so important to, I think people get paralysis by analysis. And also, I think that's where you were. It was like you couldn't move because you had all this stuff in your head. But it's also important to know that we're here to help prioritize that and say, yes, 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 you need to have this EIN number to set up your bank account. But first, we need to make sure that you have... um, an understanding of what your business entity is even going to be going forward. So I think people just, again, they, they have paralysis by analysis. They don't even know where to begin to yes, start. Yes, that was definitely me. So getting those people on board, the, the perfect puzzle pieces of people to help with each of those yeah. steps. Yeah, but you were a great, obviously a great resource because you were able to put me in touch with the attorney who filed the papers right, for the right. LLC and mm-hmm. everything like that. Because um, on my own, yeah. I, don't, I don't know yeah. what... I guess I would have figured it out. Well, maybe never, but <laughs> it's hard. You know, we work with several attorneys across the state. We work with bankers. I never try to pinpoint just to one person. Right. Um, there are people here in Auburn that we recommend because they deal with small businesses. And we, we understand when you're starting a small business, there's a cost. And so we know that most small businesses can't afford yeah. big time attorneys that we, we want to point you the right direction as well as we want to help those small business attorneys too. Right. Which are, try to make it kind of a networking thing. Yeah. So. so I didn't realize that you've had several businesses. Um, you mentioned something about the clothing. Yes. Um, uh-huh. And so I'm so glad you're not <laughs> like a politician. You're like, do as I say, not as I do. Or yeah. I've never actually worked a day in my life. But, yeah. but I really appreciate that you've been there. Mm-hmm. And 
and you're still embarking on that mm-hmm. with the Blue yeah. Lark. And I want you to tell yeah. people about about that and um, what other business history you have. Yeah. So I, after college, I worked for a company called Anderson Consulting, which became Accenture, which was um, I was a consultant. And I mean, literally, when I say I worked in 100 different industries, I worked in all those industries. So when you leave that industry, it's very difficult to not become an entrepreneur because yeah. our, your day to day life was always so different. I mean, I literally was on different cities, different continents. I mean, it was just the most amazing experience of my life. So my first entrepreneurial experience when I left um, the consulting world was um, a company called Sweet Tea Couture. Cute. And everything I did was made out of like Jersey tea material. So I did graphic tees, plain t-shirts, t-shirt dresses, like all that kind of material. And it was unbelievable. It was 2000, I want to say 2005 when I started it. 2006 and when I when you say I'm not just someone who says something I literally take to heart everything that your business is going through I can literally experience it so um I have this company I have tons of contracts across the U.S. I'm in hundreds of stores um I did I'm at shows like magic in Vegas meeting with all kinds of people so 2007 comes along and I'm hit with a lawsuit for trademark infringement. No. Yeah. So that's why I always, one thing that we do with Alabama Small Business is we help you check to make sure there's no um, conflict of interest with any other company. I didn't even know that conflict of interest existed, but I got sued by a company called Sweeties. My company was Sweet Tea Couture uh-huh. and theirs was Sweeties. And so... I still didn't understand it till I had to hire an attorney and spend all this money that I've been making oh, no. to kind of figure out what ended up. Um, I just went straight to the CEO of that company. They were in thousands of stores. We ran a Dun and Bradstreet report on them. They, they, they were huge. They could have taken me to the bank. Finally, I get on the phone with the owner of that company and we talk it out and I just agree kind of to, to change my name at that point. Okay. And he allowed me to sell off all my inventory or whatever. So I sell off all my inventory, and back in the day, in 2007, you could actually send out an invoice, and it was net, you know, doing 30 days. Yeah. Well, you don't do that anymore, because what happened to me was the due in 30 days fell all from the time frame of, you know, July um, 2008 all the way up to October 2008. So I was left with thousands and thousands of dollars of outstanding invoices, and all my inventory out the door. So I owed all this money. I had a lot of cash, but all that money had to go to people I owed, but ended up, I ended up owing way more than I could. So, um, I, I was literally caught in the crossfire in 2008. So when I say I care about people financially, (laughs) I care because I, almost everything I owned was sold to make money, to pay people back. Yeah. Um, I, thankfully that business did not have to file bankruptcy, but, um, I mean, I, I wasn't too prideful to do it at that time. But yeah. Definitely. Um, it was a whole other. Did you enjoy it before that? I oh, loved it. I loved it because I was the kind of person of, I can spot an entrepreneur like that. And I, again, I try not to discourage people's dreams or Debbie Downer, but um, I was the kind of person, I was living out in California at the time, so I would drive into downtown LA and I would figure it out. I would just figure out who can help me make this, who can hmm. help. And I had a, a guy friend there that would actually help me design like if there were graphics and stuff on it but we would go into downtown LA we would find um jewelry also to sell and they would um, brand it for you or however so I would have additional huh. products to sell when I did pop-up shops and yeah. things like that 
Um, and so you have to be willing to do the hard work. You have to be willing to not just freak out and say, I don't know the answer to this. You have to be willing to go to someone and say, hey, can you help me figure this out? Yeah. And so back then we didn't really have Google. I mean, You're we right. did, but I it mean, wasn't, it's not like it It wasn't today. as extensive no, as it is. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. What do you think some of the personality traits that make a really good entrepreneur? The first thing that comes to my mind is you just cannot be a complainer. You can't. Mm. You cannot be someone that is an overthinker or complainer. I mean, you're going to an entrepreneur just figures it yeah. out. Pivot. Some, yeah, pivot. Yeah, that's all. I mean, the word of the you know the, the decades, but it's someone who just whatever bridge is there, you figure out how to cross it at that time. You can't overthink the process of where you're going to be. I mean, never would have dreamed all the good that happened when I started my business, all those pieces fell into place. I never would have dreamed we were going to hit a, the world's, you know, the greatest recession. Yeah. I never dreamed that my business would be caught in that. I didn't have real estate, I didn't have all these investments. But what happened was the trickle down thing where I was caught in the middle. And I just didn't know that. And sometimes you just don't know hardship until you hit it. I mean, yeah, you don't know. You can't over overthink future. it. And I made it. No one ate me. Yeah, I, I made it out Lift. alive. Yeah, um, y- you know, and we we crawled out from underneath it. So well, I've always liked the word resiliency, mm-hmm. and I try to um, applaud that when I see that in my children mm-hmm. when they are able yeah, to be like, so oh. Change of plans and yeah. okay, just having a good attitude yeah. about that or something even small like that because right. I love people that are resilient yeah. and in in a way that's kind of um, in the same branch of not complaining, just pivoting. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Disappointment is gonna you're gonna Every feel day. the disappointment. You're not made uh-huh. of steel. Your your kids are gonna feel that. But the fact of literally turning the other direction and obviously we have the same spiritual beliefs too right. so we believe god is sovereign and so um unfortunately i hate to say this but it's like that was perfectly ordained by him and yeah and so here we go we're gonna go what does this. he have for yeah. me next yeah exactly and i don't want to buck the system i don't want to my husband always says we're not going to beat down that door if we got to know we're not going to beat beat it down because yes. we can i have the personality <laughs> oh i i am like you talk about a chief i could I could beat it down, but do I really want that? Is that, do I really trust the process of how things are going? Again, there are times you, you have to weigh those things out. Cause sometimes a no is like a, maybe yeah. you, know, you can go this way, but then other times you're like, wait a second, this could really be God saying, don't do this. Yeah. You know, that's I'm, very wise. And I'm a big believer. Check your gut. Your gut yeah. will tell you what you need, what you need to know. Peace will be your guide and check that gut. Yeah. You know, I, I do think that's, yeah. I, I do think that you have an un, oh, especially women. Yeah. <laughs> we have oh, yeah. Like senses that we uh, have way like, about thinking. Uh, I don't like working with that guy yeah, or, or exactly. whoever. Sometimes, you yeah, know, exactly. we've all felt that. Totally. And I again back to the Allium Small Business. There's a, a client that I had years and years ago was one of my first ones. It's like we just really didn't want him to do his business, not because we didn't think it was a great idea. But because we really foresaw things like Mm. we saw um, the money that was that they were taking out. We saw um, what really financial hardship could could come for them. Again, it's not us saying no. It's, you know, don't do this. We can't tell you what to do or whatever, but we can certainly say 
this just doesn't make sense right to us. right but i still would hope the best for them i still would we would still support them if they chose to go on with that business venture yeah um you know well it kind of reminds me of this shallow example of decorating sometimes you need an extra set of eyes to to yes. give you some ideas or yes. insight that you didn't see yeah um have a friend come over like what do you <laughs> i don't know how to arrange this room yeah and just having another set of eyes on your yeah. business plan or your that's, thought that's or idea a, yeah, yeah saying that's a great idea because blah 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 or yeah. i don't know about that because of these absolutely. absolutely aspects that cost you more and you didn't realize well and there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel yes even if my goodness, I will take it. I will listen to anyone that chooses to give me their opinion. I have to be careful how much I decipher it. And I also say, oh, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like I will, if there's someone that, uh, you know, every person that's standing in front of me has something to offer me. Mm -hmm. Every single person that's owned their own business, whether um, multimillionaire or not, or Mm -hmm. whether they lost everything, someone has got something that they can offer me. And so hopefully I take all I've learned from all my clients in my previous years as a consultant and a business owner. My husband and I have three companies right now. And trust me, there's not a day that goes by that I don't experience walking through, you know, the things that my clients are walking through. I mean, I feel it. I think, I don't know if it's rare, but I don't. I want to know your opinion. I don't think that a lot of people are very curious as as much as they maybe used to be or um, open to listening to other oh, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For I don't. Sure. Um, I like this idea of, you know, I love like a collaboration and um, collaborating with other people because they're bringing their best to the table, hopefully, right, and yeah. you're bringing what possibly they don't have mm-hmm. and so I that is to me in the same vein as listening to what they could offer mm-hmm. meaning Absolutely. whether advice or whatever it is but I think our culture is a little autonomous mm-hmm. and I can do it or I, I it seems like I can do it because this is what we see on social media potentially, but it, yeah. I do think it takes a village and I appreciate when people are vulnerable and honest about, um, their, maybe what they've outsourced just to maybe give it encouragement or a tip for someone else. Um, because there's enough room at the table. Yes, for, there is. There's just enough room for everyone. When you went, when I was just talking, um, to Georgia, our oldest mm-hmm. and today about not withholding information to, yes. to, to share that with younger entrepreneurs like yes to not be afraid that they're going to take your idea trust mm-hmm. that what you're doing is going to be a benefit to someone else which really blesses you in the long run it does and and I always every time I meet with someone that shares their idea with me I try not to be like on shark tank where you <laughs> you know pick you you're looking for the negative I try to look for the yes I want to see the yes because this person is now when you share your dream and your vision with me it's like you're opening up your heart to me so I try to see the yes unfortunately it just doesn't it's not always there I start with those you know and and I don't know and sometimes I refer them to other people to talk to you know I mean so when some people come to you either you say yes I would like to be your representative or no or here's someone that best would better suit you I always say yes, but yeah, they're, okay. they're all, yeah, I can't really turn anyone down. No, no. But I, I always, and, and my 
um, our director, Lindsay Bridges, she would say this about me. When I first started, she would say, um, you know, I, I feared telling people no, like, oh, this is a great idea. I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Well, the reality of it is if I hurt your feelings now, I'm going to save a lot of hurt in the yeah. future. And so you can give me a bad review. You can talk bad about me. You cannot like me. And I'm going to be okay with that because your wife is going <laughs> to like me. Your children are going to be thankful. You know, like there's, there's all, I have to look at it like that. But yeah, I mean, there are times I have to just say, unfortunately, there's nothing more I can do for you. Yeah. And I'm not going to do the work for people either. Like I, that's also what I did in the very beginning is I, <gasps> I would do their own homework for yeah. them. And the truth is. If you really have a business and you have something that... You've got to learn how to do it. And you're going to do what we tell you to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you, I would say, you know, Whitney, <laughs> I could not go to meet with this attorney for you. Like, you had to go meet yeah. with that attorney. You had to get yourself out. Again, we still were your back door in the sense of helping you understand yeah. things or whatever, but... And then sometimes I'll call you and be like, yeah, still didn't do that because I'm too scared yeah. still. And then you would very, be very patient with me and say, okay, it's and okay. I'll, I'll help you walk you through. Little. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. But everybody needs that. That's right. I mean... Um, some people are just maybe born entrepreneurial and understand a lot of these things. I am not one of those people. So yeah. I need somebody to well, you, guide me. You are entrepreneurial. It's just your piece of that you needed help with. You just needed someone else to kind of yeah. go to the back, the front end, I guess, of the piece. Yeah. But you're, you're, you and Andrew both are so entrepreneurial. I mean, I'm amazed at, you know, and something about you too is you have such favor on you in the sense of that comes from a natural personality of picking up the phone and calling people, yeah. not being afraid to be told no. Um, you know, there's a book called um, Go for No. Have you heard of that? No. Like we should all be going for no in the sense of if you're in sales or if you're in, um, you know, you put yourself out there on TikTok or whatever you do, go for a no. Go for a place in life where people are going to not like you, not give you a laugh yeah. or whatever, because you know what? It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. So at least you're out there, you know, kind of allowing yourself to yeah. really be a part of the process. So there was a sense. Winston Churchill quote that I'm trying to remember. He said, uh, do they not like you good? That means you've done something at some point in your life. Yeah. Something yeah. I, I need to get that a little bit um, more accurate, but it's that same concept. So I've never been really one to, care much about what people think about me yeah, um me <laughs> I it's it's very refreshing I, I probably need to be the opposite I, Richard told me that yeah. you need to actually care a little yeah a little bit more uh I might need to back it up just yeah, a, little, yeah. a little bit more pride about mm-hmm. that but um well the thing is I I do know that if somebody just happens not to like me and they don't know me then um that's not my issue yeah that's right. That would be there. That's right. You know, because I didn't do it. Now, if I did something to hurt your feelings, I would want to know and yeah. make that right. That's but, right. Um, for disliking somebody for no reason uh, is silly, I suppose. Which but. you know as well as I do, though. I tell all these young girls that, you know, we do Bible studies and stuff with. The mean girl mentality actually is just getting started in your 20s. It goes on yeah, into your 30s and it 40s, does. which is crazy. And so once you can kind of just grasp, you're always going to have mean people around you. You're always going to yeah, have... Yeah, they're unhappy and... Dart throwers, d- dream killers. They're always going to be there. So just build your wardrobe or you know, yeah. your shield or your guard up, however you need to do it yeah. to, to avoid those people. Because we got to keep going. We got stuff to do. That's right. That's exactly. You right. got a beach house to get on the water. <laughs> exactly. I got to get on the. I got to get on the golf. 
<laughs> I'll be there with exactly. my cabana and cocktails. And then, yeah, then we'll have to be the cabana boy and the. I know. We got a lot to do. We can't worry about all that. That's exactly right. So, well, thanks for talking with me. Thanks so much for having me. You got a phone me. call to get on. So, yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. Yep. Thank you. I'm so, so grateful to you. I'm so proud.